Welcome to the Business Reboot Podcast. We're here to pull back the curtain of entrepreneurship and help you fall in love with the business of your business. We know every step forward is a chance to be more aligned and purpose, grow businesses that create impact, and live the lives we work so hard for. Sometimes all you need is a reboot to get started. Happy Wednesday, and welcome back to another episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. Today, we are talking about whose success stories are you listening to? But before we hop into this week's chat, we'd love to share a recent review that came in from 9849B. They said, when you hear these two awesome women speak about business, you know you are hearing the real deal. Corey and Melissa have talked about so many topics that I face day to day as a business owner, from logistical business practices to mental health. They cover it all. They talk about things you really need to know about and what you will deal with from day to day in your industry. If you need guidance and direction in your business, look no further. The Business Reboot Podcast is incredible. Oh, oh my gosh. That. <laughs> that makes my heart so happy. Thank you, 9849E. That makes my heart so happy. And we are so thankful that you are all listening and we love a good review. So if you haven't left one yet, we would so appreciate a good review and a five-star rating. Yeah, do not give us a crappy review. If that's your only <laughs> option, skip ahead. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about the success stories that you're listening to. Okay, we are coming off of a brand new, like rolling the calendar over, starting a brand new year, and about everything that you're going to hear from December 30th until about February 8th is going to be yes. new year, new me. Hey, look at me. Or it's going to be year in reviews of all the awesome crap that I did that nobody else did. So yay. And <laughs> though I am all about the success stories, I want to hear them all. I want to be able to cheer. I want to be able to applaud. I want to be able to uh, vision my envision myself doing the exact same thing. We also want to just give a warning, like heed this word from us that you should not be looking at, listening to, and hearing every success story that's on the internet. I know that we don't have to say that, you know, not everything you read on the internet's real. We all know that, but um, we do think it can be really detrimental to um, sit in the, the success stories that you kind of get inundated with, especially at the beginning of a brand new year. Right. Well, it's like a double-sided coin, honestly. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about today because uh, it's great to see other people's success stories and to be inspired by them, to go and create your own success stories. But it also can put you in a very dangerous place, which is the comparison trap. And so we don't want it to dull your shine at all by looking at other people's success stories. Um, But we also want to be very real about the fact that you're not seeing the whole story possibly. Uh, So we're going to dig into some of that and to really encourage you to be very careful about who you allow to influence your head and your heart space uh, and be careful in how you also choose to influence others. Okay. So, right, right. Sorry. Go ahead. I just cut you off. Go ahead, Corey. No, you. No, no, no. no, Servants war you. Okay. (laughs) I'll go. So if you think about it, just, I mean, let's go to church here for a second. It's like your words can speak life or they can speak death. Right. And we have mentioned that before in the podcast where Corey um, and I will have told a story and we'll say, listening to this person has, it really like gave me a negative you know, view on myself or this person spoke to me and it was so encouraging and it changed everything. And just one person breathing life into my business, you know, changed it all. And, and so we fully believe that 
not just the words that are spoken to you, but the words and the, the, the videos and the content that you absorb can really play out how you run your business. And so, um, you know, there, there is, um, room to be influenced. And then there's also room for you to influence others. And if we're not careful, we can, um, let it just lead to this really, really unhealthy place. It's important for people to see the really good stuff so that they're motivated and that they're excited, but not in a place where it's going to just make you feel like crap about yourself. Like I think that we can all say if we have sat online and done like a big giant scroll uh, for hours and hours and hours that you're going to feel drained, right? You've just been absorbing a lot of people's stuff, whether it's good or bad or whatever, it, it can be exhausting. So we just want to give you some ideas of things to avoid when you're looking at success stories that you're seeing, especially this time of year, um, because everybody's sharing them and, and, and then know what to look for too. Right. And, and two, thinking about like looking at other people's success stories and not allowing them to give you a false idea of what winning in your specific business looks like. Because for instance, we talked about with our mastermind group today, it was the first call. We were so excited. And we talked about, you know, what does it authentically mean to be successful to you? Don't let other people's success define your own. And Melissa and I both have a couple of stories about that. Right, right. I mean, okay, so we were both photographers. And I remember like the epitome of success as a photographer was having your own studio space. I don't know why maybe that was like, like an early to mid 2000s thing. Corey, is that still a thing in the photography industry? Like, I don't know. I mean, I think I it know. depends. I think it depends on what genre of photography. Like, it's really great for me right now, because I have a studio that I don't work in day to day, but I have it available for shooting small business stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So but it, for but me, it's not it was, like it used to be, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was like you needed a workspace and you needed somewhere that you could shoot in. And it did not just be like a place where you could do practical things, but it needed to look really cool. And your studio was kind of like putting on a new pair of clothes. Like you wanted them to be sleek and you wanted them to be fashionable and you wanted it to be really cool. And so I remember starting my business and I started in 2006 and in 2007, getting this itch and this bug that if I wanted to be seen as a real professional, I need to go full time and have a studio space. And it wasn't until 2008, I did a giant like national ad campaign for a large company um, that I'm not able to say on the internet. Do not um, say it. Do not say it. I won't do, do, do it. Um, but I, I shot this ad and it the payout was very large. And so um, it afforded me the ability to rent a studio space, which was really like so cool. But I, I remember that being like the pinnacle of success. Like uh-huh. I have fully made it because that is what we all do. And I remember there was a day that I was sitting in there on a couch that I'd bought and I had a couple of desks, one for me and, and one for my assistant, like my office manager. And um, by the way, when you hit that success, then it costs you even more money because then you need an office manager who's there when you are not. Um, and, uh, and I remember we had to like hang prints and we did a big, huge, like open house and I had fabric hanging from the walls and we had a galvanized metal ceiling. I mean, it was all these things and it was wonderful, but I remember sitting there and it was probably like, I don't know, seven or eight months after my son was born. And I had brought up like a pack and play that he could play in while I was there because just because he was born didn't mean I didn't have to work. And so I uh, would bring him with me. And there was one day where I was like, this feels so much harder than it has to be. And so I decided that for me, like, even though having the beautiful, like trendy, cool studio space was everything in my industry, it was not what I wanted. I didn't 
function best there. I um, really needed to be at my house. I needed to work from home so that I could give him access to his crib and all the things that we'd have there. And I wasn't having to drive across town. So it was just one of those where I was like, this success changed for me. It became no longer the the studio space and the, you know, whatever came with that, but it became being where my people were. And for me, that was at my house. Right, right. And, you know, the and that that's awesome, because that's what you, made you feel most successful was being able to walk away from that, because you were walking towards something that you knew you really wanted, and that was going to be helpful to your business as well. Um, and I can share a quick story. I was on Instagram um, yesterday, and my dear friend, uh, Paige, who owns the legal page, um, if you are in need of anything legal when it comes to small business, she's like our go-to. Um, but Paige just got a new office space. So it's kind of like the flip side of what Melissa was just saying. And it was because the pinnacle, you know, the pendulum was swinging. We talk about the pendulum and the trends swinging from, you know, one side to the other in business. And the work from home era came after what Melissa was just talking about to where the pinnacle was, you could leave your your office space and you could work from home. And what Paige was sharing yesterday on her Instagram stories, and then she and I were chatting a little bit in the DMs, was that she was ready to not work from home anymore. She has a 14 month old and she's like, you know, he's very vocal and I just, I have a hard time shutting the door, you know, knowing that he's on the other side and I need to be in my office working. And so she opened up a small office space um, because she was like, I just needed a better work life separation and balance. And that was what was working and going to help her be the most successful in this new year, new season of life, business and motherhood. So in sharing both of those stories that are literally polar opposites, do you see how one helped Melissa be successful in the season of life where she was and the timing in the business that she was in, whereas Paige, in the season of life, timing business that she's in, that's what helps her be successful. Neither is wrong. Neither is good, bad. It's what's best for that business owner. And I think that that's something that we all need to recognize for ourselves and be okay with defining our own success story. Right. So just some reasons to mind what success stories you're listening to, because again, we've, we've just said that they are everywhere right now. Everybody's doing a recap of 2022. And just like that, 2022 has come to a close, like whatever that audio was, right? Um, and we we heard it from the end of December until just like literally now even. Um, and people are sharing these beautiful highlight reels of their life. But um, when you are, are watching the wrong people, when you're watching the wrong success stories, what can happen is it can create an unnecessary comparison. You end up competing with people who you have no business competing against. I'm talking about your friends. I'm talking about people you care about. I'm talking about strangers on the internet you're never going to have any individual interaction with. I'm talking people who have no bearing on your business or not even within your industry. Like it, it creates this like just feeling, it's not even just envy, but it, it creates this comparison that is going to leave you feeling sour, feeling like, man, I just, I should have done more. Right. And we, we do not coulda, shoulda, woulda on ourselves, especially when we are deciding that we are starting new and we're going to make a plan and we've got goals. Like I, I will say, and Corey and I have had this conversation extensively um, so far this year where it's like, I turned the calendar every year as a photographer and went, let me breathe into a bag. I'm not really sure what's coming next. I hope, I hope that people book me. I hope that wasn't it. It was a good run those 12 months that I just had. Um, but then, you know, and I, I recently found a, um, 
just a screenshot of a post that I made uh, January 1st, 2021. And that year was a big year for me because it catapulted me into some things that I'd really been wanting to do for a long time, but I had been too afraid to. And I said, you know, I'm just going to go for it and see what happens. And then even into year 2022, where that became the year of putting my foot to the gas and Corey and I created so much stuff. I told her this week, we just were talking about it. And I said, this is the first year that I haven't gotten to December 31st and said, man, I really hope next year I do more because we gave, we gave 2022 all we had. And we left it all on the table. I mean, we We left it all on the table. (laughs) We were, we're both just like completely laid bare going here, have all of it. Um, And so, you know, when you have a year that's really great, if you're watching and you're comparing yourself, it can feel like even the best and the most that you've done isn't sufficient. Sufficient? I don't know. Well, I like that word. I mean, go (laughs) ahead. It's not sufficient, but it's not sufficient. And that that can be really dangerous for your mental health and your mindset. Right. So like the highlight reels uh, rarely tell the whole story. We talked about, you know, comparison and all the things. Well, when you're only looking at the highlight reels, you're not getting the whole picture. You're not seeing the hard with the glory uh, that can make it seem like luck. Uh, Sometimes we're like, oh, gosh, look, she was an overnight success. Yes, an overnight success that took 10 years. I mean, like things rarely, (laughs) I mean, truly things rarely happen in the snap of your fingers. Um, And when you're only watching the highlight reels, it sometimes makes it us feel like we aren't privy to the missing links um, that other people are. And so knowing that you're just, when you, when you're, let's just say Instagram, for, for instance, you're only seeing a lot of times the good in the success stories. You're not seeing the failures that it took to get there possibly, or the tears, the blood sweat. You know why? Because that's not entertaining. It's not, it's that's not, not entertaining. We it's don't want to see entertaining. that. We don't want to see right. that. But, but you know, Two, I love to hear a good, this was hard as you know what, like it, it, it was hard to get here and this is why. Um, but people don't often include that in their success stories. So be they don't want to know, they don't want to know that you just cried and then you sat down, you ate a whole bag of chili cheese Fritos and no. then you got more sad and then you were defeated and then you had to go outside and go for a walk. They don't want to know. They're not looking yeah. for that. No, no. <laughs> but I think if we, sh- I think if we shared a little more of that though, too, on the, on the other side of that, if you shared a little more, people would realize, okay, so I'm living in this hard and she did too, but look, she did the things that she needed to do to get out of it. And she had the success that I'm looking for. So I think that that could be helpful. Right. I love that. Okay. Also know that the wrong stories can have you looking backwards rather than forward. Okay. Let's just go back to the Bible. We're going to talk about today. You are preaching today. Look at me. Um, But it's like, what was it? Lot's wife. It's like, don't look back. You'll turn to a pillar of salt. And she looked back and poof, there she was. And it's like, we, we can't, we can't know where we're going without seeing where we've been. But if you are consistently, constantly looking backwards, it is never going to push you forward. If you were looking back at what you could have done, again, the coulda, shoulda, woulda, if you were Mm -hmm. looking back at what you could have done, um, and how could you not at this time of year, because that's what people are doing with the highlight reels and all the things. But if, if that is where you, you go, it's like, um, what are those, uh, glow ups 
right glow i just sounded 913 years old what is that saying that term <laughs> called a glow up but you know like, what what is that word? <laughs> i was thinking glow worm i was like well where she, how's she gonna tie that in glow up this is how i'm even older because i wasn't making the connection after you said the thing you said in an old lady way so i was like glow worms how should i make that connection sorry That's right. oh but see here's my my superhuman talent is that i remember every commercial i've ever seen and so now i'm singing the glow worm theme song in my head I mean, truly That's great truly, sorry. yeah live Free there. That's so my anyway, gift for today. That's right. But like a glow up, right? You see the before and the after. Um, very rarely do you see the after and go, ooh, uh, mm, mm, that wasn't it. Like, right? I mean, that's not, we, we're wanting, we live for that like dramatic before and the after. But I will tell you, if uh, you've ever, I've seen, I saw some video or something on the interwebs and it was about, it was like a, this lady was being really funny. And she said, when you really glue, like your glow up was in high school. And then she's, she was like, what happened to me? Um, because she turned into a college student and I don't know about y'all, but that was a rough, that was a rough era. Um, and uh, it was really funny. And I'm like, that doesn't, that's, that's not, the story we want. We don't want to look back and say, man, those were the glory days because what do the songs say? Like, or what, what anybody seen the end of the office? I wish that we knew that we were living in the good old days while they were happening. Right. right. And so just looking backwards constantly is never going to push you forward. It's going to keep you thinking of, of things that you could have done to change things. But the truth is, is they're not changed. They're what they are right now. And right. so let's use this time that we have right now really wisely and look forward so that we can grow. I love that. And speaking of growing, one of the last reasons to make sure that you are minding um, what success stories you're listening to is that it can actually prevent you from putting your foot on the gas of your own business. When you are constantly watching what others are doing, um, it, it may convince you that there isn't room for you to shine as well. And that simply isn't true. We all know when people are like, uh, you know, saturated market and Melissa and I are like, lies. Like, that's not truth. <laughs> like, that is not truth. Um, like a diamond. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's not true that there is room for all of us at this table. And that is one of the things that Melissa and I are very um, passionate about is, is making sure that through all of our businesses, we are building a table that's long enough, big enough, wide enough, all the things so that there's plenty of room for all of us because we truly believe that it is, is the magic that you have to put out there is uniquely yours because you're uniquely you. And so when you aren't listening to the success stories that are helpful to you, uh, it can really prevent you from putting your foot on the gas of things that you want to do, should be doing, and ought to be doing, and are meant to be doing um, in your own business. I mean, I'm full of theme songs right now. You're talking, and in my head, I'm going, butterfly in the sky. (laughs) (laughs) That's reading rainbow. I know. I don't know why. I was like, look, you're taking us on an adventure. (laughs) I love that. Okay. So we are never going to tell you, do this, do this, don't do this without giving you alternatives, right? So what we want to just tell you is that when you are like, what, what success stories can you trust, right? What stories can you look at? What uh, highlight reels, what captions, what posts, things can you look at that are going to be helpful to you? And here, here's really how you sum it up. The things that, that make you want to cheer really loud for other people, the things that make you feel excited to do the work that you're doing, the things that make you want to be better, the ones that that feel like they're making a real difference and you want to mimic that, those that offer really helpful tips and show real honest truth of what it's like 
to do the business that they do. Those are the ones. I mean, I think that when we are sharing our journeys as entrepreneurs, that they're going to be people that we are naturally drawn to, naturally attracted to, and we want to cheer them on. We have talked on this podcast a hundred times about one of the reasons that you share your stories and one of the reasons that you share the things that you're working towards your goals with people is so that you can rally them to get you to support you and be so excited. Remember when we talked about launching this podcast and how we just created this like arbitrary number out of the air for the number of downloads and listens. And it got the women that we had at our retreat really excited to celebrate with us because we just, we informed them, here's what we're looking to do. They got excited and they were able to run with it with us. And you had a whole crowd of people rallied behind you. That's the kind of stuff that you want to look for. Not, not just because we're saying it because it comes from us, but if you're watching someone's story or you're listening to the, the highlight reel and it feels authentic, it makes you excited. And you can look at it from the perspective of, man, I really want to do that. And I also want to be excited to help cheer them on while they do it. That's the kind of stuff that's going to bring real, um, just like real meat to the story, right? I love that. Absolutely. Amen. To close out our preaching session today. Yes, there it is. Take (laughs) our sermon. I'm trying to think of stories like, um, I mean, Corey and I are a, a walking library of business books, but I'm trying to think of stories that I have read. Oh, you know what? I'll tell you one. One I read over the holidays was I read, um, Ben and Aaron Napier's book. I think that's how you said their last name from hometown. And it was all about how they started a business and how it was, it was the coolest thing. It was how they um, started dating and then they got married and they started a business and then HGTV picked them up and, and all that stuff. It was really, really cool. Or anytime you hear of like, um, I don't know, I have many an underdog story where it's like, you know, that they are, uh, they come from a place where they, they want to do something big, bigger than themselves so they can give back to a community. And it's really powerful. Like those kind of stories light me up. I want to encourage people to read those. I want to share those. I want to be, but I'm not sitting here and looking at, um, you know, stories that are like, I'm better than you. And let me just manipulate all of the words that you're going to see so that you want to be me. Don't, don't you like me? (laughs) And I'm like, no, that's not helpful to me. So it's like, look for the stories that are going to make you feel encouraged and feel excited because entrepreneurship is hard enough on its own. Right. So and I know I'm always drawn to the people who are giving the real talk. They're they're showing their success, they're celebrating it, and they're showing you how to do it, but they're also giving you the real behind the scenes look, which is one of the reasons why I share Paige's story, because yesterday I could so identify with where she's at in that season of motherhood and in business. And for her to say what we were told was the pinnacle of success all these years, it just wasn't working for me or my family and my season and my business right now. And so her pulling back the curtain and saying, this is what I'm doing and this is why I'm doing it. She didn't just say, I've opened a new office space. She actually pulled back the curtain a little bit and was like, and this is why, because this is the struggle that I've had. And so that was one of those things that it was helpful tips showing the real honest truth of what it looks like to do what they do. So find those people, find those people, encourage them, cheer them on, and they'll do the same for you. I love that. And this really, like to sum it all up, the relationships that you have, right? Those are the people that are going to be encouraging you with their words, uh, encouraging you with their stories. And if you are looking at people who you have no actual relationship with, who you have no ties with, and you are feeling downtrodden or beaten up, 
because you're not where they are, or it doesn't seem like these things are possible for you. Like, shut that off. Don't listen mm-hmm. to it because you have, you know, you have 11 and a half months to go out and kill it and set those goals on fire that you were really charging for and trying to change and grow your business. Don't let those things be distractions because it is not worth the time it will steal from you when you really can listen to things and engage in relationships that are going to help you be fired up and encouraged. The end. The end. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us this week. Don't forget to connect with us on Instagram at Business Reboot or visit our website at thebusinessreboot.com. We will be back next week with another episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. 